Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. That's right, that's right, that's right. All right, all right, all right. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go, let's go, right. let's go. You're, He's you're, riding you're, you're. them now. Three He's Pete. riding the one-liners. Which motherfucker? Stole, Stole my, my flow? Eeny, mini, miny, mo. That's right. <laughs> Bad Boys Podcast coming at you. Random Rants. All Things Movies. Episode 273. Blasting out your headphones, blasting out your computer speakers, your Bluetooth speakers, your wireless speakers, your fucking string to the cup so you can listen to it. However you're listening to the show, wherever you're listening to the show, on whatever device, thanks for tuning in. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. I don't do no talking. I get to cracking. You know what I'm saying? I get to bracken. <laughs> Joining me as always, Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Bernard. And we got a special guest, Kobe, Jellybean Bryant, a.k.a. Tony, a.k.a. MCP. That's right. What's going on, fellas? Good afternoon. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock at night. You've just tuned into the NPR station. Yeah, sorry. Wake your bitch ass up. Wake your bitch ass you know, up for the nine tray or what was that? Some more Tony, Tony, you hear that? What is it? It's silence. I'm wondering if Harley killed his dogs. Oh. No, no, no. We, did I tell you? We kept one of them. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so I, I am. So you killed the, the other one, is what you're saying? No, no, no. I said it, okay. I sent its ass packing. Oh. You <laughs> sent his ass packing. <laughs> no, I. So, so what there, happened? There were two sisters, and uh, when Rachel went back to Reading, uh, I sent her back with the uh, annoying one. Ah. So she's she's got to find a home for that one. Uh, before she leaves to boot camp, and I kept I kept the one that she wanted to keep herself. Oh, you! Oh, so let me get this straight. So if she doesn't find an owner by boot camp, you're getting it back. No, 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 no. There's two dogs. I kept one, the one that she considered hers, and the other one will be gone. It'll go back to the pound, or it'll be given to some oh, friend, or something like uh, that. I so see. no, I'm keeping her dog in the family. So oh, okay. Back from boot back, camp. You'll have, gotcha. I'll still have the dog. So. It's what a if, real. Uh, I named if, her. Was that? Oh, go ahead. No, oh, I was yeah. gonna. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I, I named. So I think uh, she named her like Meredith or some stupid girl name. All right. And Chris was uh, nice enough to let me name the dog, and the dog is the nicest, sweetest puppy ever. Like she's really like scared. Like she goes outside and she wants to play with the cats. Like she kind of walks up to the cats and then buries her head on the ground to show submissive. You know, she's very submissive. And the cats kind of look at her like, "What the fuck do you want?" And she just buries her head on the ground and and then kind of comes up and you know she never fucks with anybody. She's just really really shy and submissive. So I named her Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I love so. it. So uh, we're doing. Yeah, so, great... so how many pets you got over there now? Uh, three cats and one dog. Oh, well, and, well. I mean, there's and then two rabid animals, but those are my kids, so it doesn't count. Oh, that's right. I was going to count as you as a Sasquatch, but that doesn't count. There, it there is. you go. There we go. There you go. Don't forget to tip your waitress. Anna, Anna is convinced that I'm part werewolf. My hairline is receding. <laughs> Wait, from the top on the top of your head? 
Uh, yeah, no, my my hairline up front. She's convinced that it's receding, and I don't know. I'm I'm a little nervous. So you walk around shirtless around the house, and she's saying. And then she's like, "You need to shave some of that hair off your chest, and you know, staple it to your forehead." Wow. Which, if I go bald, I will. Okay. <laughs> they don't get confused. Chewbacca's walking around their house when uh, you walk around. No. Okay. The dogs don't get frightened. They don't like. They don't look like oh, you. Do. They don't look like you. They don't they start barking it. at you like your team. <laughs> 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 they feeling threatened. No, but when I bite the uh, the the can, the beer can. Yeah. Oh my, yes. Uh, your canines. Yeah, yeah. They get intimidated, huh? Yeah, yeah. Are you constantly pissing in each corner to make you letting them know those they, they're, they're your house? No, but I gotta fucking watch the dog like a hawk, otherwise it pisses in a corner. Yeah, that's crazy. So we've been real fortunate where we basically keep it off the carpet almost yeah. all. Like she basically lives in a crate outside or on the the hard tile kitchen floor. Gotcha. So she really doesn't get to spend much time on the carpet. And when she is on the carpet, she's walking through the house to the front or the back door to go outside. So, um, yeah, potty training is a bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm, going, I'm doing it with my boys right now. So three yeah. weeks without a diaper. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I would. Yeah. It's awesome. Hey, I'm 35 and I still don't have it down. So, you know. Hey, hey you know what I mean? Like just last night, they went to bed. So I get that smell and then you're like, oh, man. I'm like, buddy, don't roll over in it. Let me grab him. And, uh, I mean, but they get up, they go to their potty right in the morning. Cause you know, you got that morning piss. You got it. You got to let it out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's always the darkest, always the most. It's kind of funny. It's um, the most intense. Yeah, it really that is. Was, yeah. That was the, the hardest thing, um, for, for the girls to get potty trained was in the middle of the night, obviously. And I found the trick was literally wake them up. And, you know, your boys are young enough where you could literally just pick them up and set them down on the toilet. Because that's what I used to do at Mazzy, like literally just pick her up in her sleep yeah. and then sit her down on the toilet and the f- the familiarity of the toilet, she would pee. Mm-hmm. And then I'd, I'd literally wipe for her so she wouldn't even have to do that. Yeah. And, then, um, and then just carry her back to bed. And it's not really helping them potty train because they never wake up. But it stops them from peeing the bed. And then right. as she got older, then it was, okay, you know, just go to pee. Go pee right before you go to bed. And then they're usually fine throughout the night. Right. So, um, Unless they fall asleep on the couch before. Well, yeah. And then in which case you're back to the, you know, the waking them up or just literally right. picking them up and carrying them to the bathroom. So, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's just uh, you got to be diligent. So, mm-hmm. but I wish you luck. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, do you know? Like I said three weeks going without, and then they stopped breastfeeding. It seems like the year three mm-hmm. is when crew stopped too. So it's uh-huh. kind of funny. It's kind of funny. But uh, yeah, that's enough about potty talk. We're actually here to talk about movies. We're reviewing some movies. We're going to be talking about Maggie, the MCP Cho starring Arnold and uh, Abigail Breslin. Then Charlie chose the extra credit, which was Trading Places, starring Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy. Then we'll find out the results of last week's Fantasy Movie League, see how we all did, and then finish it off with a couple extras. Tony saw Ant-Man. I went on and saw Mission Impossible 5 with Donaldo, and there's a video on YouTube that Harley made us watch, and we're going to talk about that too. Yeah, yeah, I thought that'd be uh, interesting. Might yeah, post a little topic. Face. 
Post on the Facebook if we can remember when we post the podcast, or I don't even know if we do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I just thought it was interesting. I stumbled across it on Reddit, and I thought it might make for a good a good uh, a conversation. Yeah, for sure. Then we'll finish it off with our weekends and uh, our outro. So, without any further ado, let's kick off episode 273 with our review of Maggie. Mm-hmm. Which MCP chose? MCP? Yeah, chose it. It, it. You know, I'm a video gamer. I played Last of Us. And then this came yeah. out, and I was like, yeah. it had that feel to it. I'm like, dude, I'm in. All right, just give it to me. Arnold Schwarzenegger playing in like a more, uh, more like a serious role, like trying to get his facial acting chops on. Yeah. You know? A lot of brooding. Yes. So I'm like, all right, let's give it a shot. Teenage girl in the Midwest becomes infected by an outbreak of a disease that slowly turns the infected into cannibalistic zombies. Typical zombie trope. During her transformation, her loving father stays by her side. Who is secretly 70 years old? And she's like, I don't know, maybe 14, 15? Means Arnold's still getting on. And then she's got siblings that are like, Five and four, even shit. younger. Like they were young, and the motherfucker like seventy. I was like, he got grandkids older than you. That was a poorly. You're okay with the zombies, cast. but you're, you're worried about the age group here. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was just it distracting realistic. that Grandpa Schwarzenegger, and they make him. They don't exactly like try to make him look young. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's playing his age. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I thought that was that. That immediately. Uh, uh, well, you forgot me. Abigail Breslin's actually forty-five years old. So oh, okay. <laughs> well, never mind. So, yeah. Good, you were good s- plastic surgeon then. Exactly. You were saying Tony? Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's about all I was saying. I mean, okay. It, it the synopsis kind of covers it. He he stays by her side. Um, when in, you know in the game Last of Us, you're you're traveling somewhere with a like a goal and and i kept waiting for that <laughs> with 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 maggie i mean it starts off with you know she's she's got this shit and she's got they're gonna they decide to wait it out you're like okay so we're gonna wait it out but they do that right that hospital does that with other well, patients right well the the hospital has it so that you quarantine them after a certain right. point right um it seems like everybody doesn't there's like this unspoken thing that nobody wants to put you into quarantine as soon as you get bit. They want to, right. you know what? Well, let's, and that's... Let's, let's drag out your humanity as much yeah. as we can, and and then I'll then we'll kill you. You know, Which then we'll take care of it. Major plot hole. I mean, it's so poorly written because if they made such a big deal about quarantining these people past yes. a certain point. They would never let them leave. They would never let them go back to their homes. Right. Because they invest. I mean, there's a zombie outbreak that they don't, they can't cure. Uh, you know, obviously the movie doesn't go into detail about it, but if there was a cure, it would have been brought up and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So there's a zombie outbreak that nobody can cure, and they're sending home infected and then later sending SWAT after to get them. Like, yeah, that makes no that's sense. Like, really poorly designed <laughs> and and i don't know if it's because i'm biased because of the game but i kept on going okay if you're leaving them alive it's for a purpose study them you know get something from them yeah exactly. they don't even, they don't exactly. even do that but they yeah. don't do that yeah and so i'm like why the fuck 
are you all the you, ideas were there just not thought out too much yeah it's like um the focal point is arnie and you know he it seems like he just wanted to which i think cool. he did good i thought he did really oh, good. yeah 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 i mean it, no fault on him um you know he he did he's not even in it that much too yeah yeah eh, he did he's in if it you, he's in it second most uh yeah. what's her name i mean you know I mean, obviously, she's in it by far the most, but he's in it at, you know, probably two-thirds of the movie he's on screen. But if anyone was ever interested in seeing Arnold in an artsy-fartsy indie movie, this, yes. this is there it. There you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, there's, there's no guns or explosions. You see a fire. You see a cool, like, shot of him saying about a fire, right? So don't go thinking, like, okay, this is Arnold in a zombie movie. Fuck yeah. He's going to kill some zombies. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, hate to break it to you. Spoiler alert, but he only kills two zombies. And yeah. uh, he does use an axe, which is cool. Takes it to him, but the only the, I, I think the only crime this movie has is I want to see Arnold in a fucking actual full-on zombie movie where he actually takes out zombies. Call me crazy, but I want to see that happen because unfortunately, if this movie because find, the, what's that? Yeah, no, I agree because this movie robs you of any kind of zombie action satisfaction. Not even that, but just a a, a story or even an emotional story. To end with something, you know, I thought sport, like he would like end with something with like her dying in his arms or something, something emotional anything. to break down, right? Anything, the ending anything, is bad. Any anything would be better than the ending. They Joe gave in the movie, right? did not give us something. Who are you blaming? Who are you calling, Joe? Who are you talking? Saying, you referring we, to somebody? We always say, give us something, Joe, and Joe <laughs> didn't deliver. <laughs> Fucking Joe! I hate it when he does Joe, that. Classic Joe. Classic Joe. <laughs> For real, though, right? It's like yeah. you, it's got a cool premise. It's got a, it, it looks cool, right? We've seen it before. We got the steady shots, like this close up in the face. It's like okay, we're here. We have this indie mm-hmm. little yeah. movie with Arnold in it. Like okay, give I us mean, some different Arnold's. Gonna, he's got, he's showing you his acting chops. Cool. All right, let's yeah. see it. And we and and for more time, we buy it. Harley might have a hard time buying it because she's super yeah. young. So looks like yeah. he's not buying it. And okay. and he's not a good actor. And I didn't think I don't she, know, man. I he can think, do action, comedy. Okay, I, I would argue his look, his like the expressions on his face. I was thinking about this when I was watching the movie, and I was like, I'm not going to fucking review this part. But here it is, like <laughs> the, the actual like look on his face, like the the like the cinematography of him. Did you being... see the tears coming down his eyes? Yeah. Did you like, not see the tears? Were you not watching <laughs> in high definition? Or were you not is... watching? That's okay. When he has to speak, it's all over. Oh, when he starts that. his dialogue, I'm like, oh, that's the Arnold I know and love. Where I would rather... Like, Want him to be dealt by somebody rather, else? Well, no, of course not. I would have much rather have seen somebody else cast. You're looking at his face, and you know he's going to talk eventually, and you know the voice that's going to come you out. Know and you know he's going he's gonna to actually... Actually, act and maybe have a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> so like, shooting for? Well, it was so weird because his wife was like kind of trying to do a south, a southern accent, but it like she came uh, and it, went. So it's really even harder. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, See, she... so my point exactly that he was a better actor than her. She's because he knew she better was... that to put in a southern accent. Like she was downright bad in it. I mean, like I never remember her from Nip Tuck. Yeah, of course, of course, and and I was just like, oh, this bitch has to go, and then <laughs> and then she, she went. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was hoping that was, uh, no, I'm seriously like, I was hoping for something to happen, yeah. and spoiler alert, but nothing an ever happened. 
Which is a and shame, was, right? Because like, like I said, it has these like elements of it. It could be this really unique, cool zombie drama. But then we get zombies kissing. We get warm whoa. bodies all of a sudden. I'm like, whoa! Like, I get it. You're trying to like try to like show someone the character because she only has what? What do they say? Two weeks you have, right? Once yeah. you get it, right? Um, right. Yeah. So, like you said, you're hoping. Okay, maybe she's just trying to. Where, where are they at in fucking but fuck Kansas or something? I, yeah, I don't. I don't so, know where it, like, really you're thinking maybe she, this is the last chance, the last time she'll get the kiss of dude, right? Being zombie or not. So, here I go. Or, but, but I don't think. Uh, like, like the way Arnold's feeling for her. I mean, I don't even know if it came off that way that you really felt for her that he no. was. But yeah, and, see, I, and that was the it, problem. That's what I'm saying. It fails, right? So. How are we supposed to feel for them, right? How are we supposed to care for these characters, right? If yeah. if if we're not buying into that they do, right? I'm supposed to be emotionally invested in this poor girl, and I want her to like survive somehow. And the thing is, I was more invested with um, oh great, now names forget uh, forgetting me, Tony, Last of Us. Oh, um, Ellie. Oh, Ellie, Ellie, yes, Ellie. I cared so much for Ellie in a video game character mm-hmm. than this than the actual character in this movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's like, and like I said, maybe they pull on our strings more, or they gave they gave. Well, I guess maybe because we're supposed to hang, we're hanging out with them more, but in this tour, they should have given us a montage something. Give me something, Joe. We're coming back to that. Um, that would have you know given us. I don't know something. Like I said, the, the ending really kind of killed it for us. Yeah, like, the ending really, was like, man. The ending was the icing. You could have made yeah, exactly. You could have maybe kind of saved us. You know what I mean? To a rental, <laughs> or you could have got a dollar. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, mean, I mean, like I mean, it sounds like you're in the same boat, Tony. Yeah, the 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 movie had all build up and no payoff. And yeah. That's one thing you hate, huh? <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure anybody hates though. I mean, because you, mm-hmm. you're you're watching this movie, you're invested your whole. I mean, it's only 95 minutes. <laughs> well, that's the best part about it is it's short, but it <laughs> felt long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. This should have been two hours and forty-five minutes directed by Michael Bay. Is what you're saying? I mean, it, it's literally like it's scene after scene of, you know, because she gets out of the hospital like in the first like five minutes of the film. Right. The entire film takes place on the property, minus the little outing she does with the teenage kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the when they take away the kid, which was like terribly undramatic too, by the way, which was frustrating to say the least. Um, the entire film takes place on the property and it's just constantly like her going through another, another stage and then dad comforting her mm-hmm. and mom, which is spoiler alert, stepmom kind of getting a little less and less symp- sympathetic and kind of like, you know, everybody's looking at Schwarzenegger going like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing, man? This chick's going to fucking kill you. She's going to eat you. And then, and then when she eats, come on, uh, don't be ridiculous. Know, I'm going to spoil the shit out of the movie because I don't oh, care well. if it's new, but it's it's like a really really bad film. Um, and so uh, if you don't you know, spoil it, fast forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, lost my chair. Oh, like when she eats the when she when she attacks the fox, mm-hmm. you're like, uh, hey, that's a big hit and a half for your ass. You know, mm-hmm. you need to, uh, you know, and I get the whole like. Um, decision, you know, the the scene with the doctor. Like, there are some decent written scenes. Like, when he's doing the doctor's talking to him, like, here, you got a couple choices, and none of them are really ideal. 
you know, the worst case scenario is this and the best case scenario is that. And frankly, if you ask me, the, the medicine is so, and you know, more sort of forced written um, cliche. It's like the medicine is worse than the, the zombie parts. So you might as well just shoot her with a shotgun. And, you know, you kind of get the feeling he just, he'll never be able to do it. Um, evidenced by the last scene. Um, but it, it just, like you pointed out, you never really feel for the characters because their performances aren't very good. Um, and it just doesn't feel like I dig the idea. Yeah. I mean, I dig that, you know, and it's fairly original. Like I don't remember seeing a lot of movies where, you know, I mean, we obviously seen zombie movies where somebody gets bitten and then they sort of know they're going to turn and then they have to decide what they're going to do, but it's not the entire movie revolving around them turning kind of thing so it's like it's kind it's a slightly original take on a tried and true um you know idea but it doesn't do anything original enough to warrant sitting down in an hour and a half maybe like a 20 minute short or something like that but um you know it's there's there's literally 30 minutes of story here and an hour of mediocre cinematography you know and lots of people just staring at each other and shit like that and uh yeah it you know on imdb somebody left a comment that says uh uh in the message boards biggest action star in movie history versus zombies equals boring artsy crap and well, that's uh, what i'm saying i'm well I mean, if he was really looking for a zombie, I mean, if you would have seen a trailer, you, you could tell right away that it's not that. So don't be fooled that because, yeah, you look at the cover and you see her as a zombie. You got Arnold that you're thinking you're going to get like a zombie movie. Yeah, you know? and I mean, like, I was, I, was, I never thought it was going to get a typical zombie movie. I figured uh, there'd be at least some honestly. kind of action shot of a zombie, you know, right. getting getting killed. Like, like you know. Well, the, when they're the, like, yeah, like if you like, ten shot. fifteen minutes, you get a snarling one coming right after him. Like, oh shit, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So you're thinking, okay, you know. I mean, I, I was I, hoping I'll more of a positive thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think I was looking for more of like a traveling type of story. You're looking like, for okay, Last of Us. There's a goal. Yeah. There's some a kind of goal. Not trip. just they're yeah. sitting in their house waiting for her to turn. Yeah. yeah. Not, that looking for a cure. Nothing. Or something, right. They're not doing shit. Right. They're just staring at each other. Waiting you for get her up to off start your ass puking and you find black. the fucking dog. Exactly. <laughs> Wrong movie. Sorry. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, that, I think that was the biggest frustration for me is like, okay, we're just sitting here. Let's keep. Hey, I need you to eat because you may not have an appetite, but I want to feel like you have an appetite so I feel better about you not turning into a zombie. I'm like, shut hey, the Ma- fuck up. Yeah, exa- exactly. Hey, Maggie, who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Because he ain't looking for a cure. He's chopping trees like he's commando again. Ain't doing nothing. So, people, if you want to watch the movie, uh, we we seems like all of us we can recommend. If you want to see something like this, just play Last of Us. You'll get a lot better story, a lot better characters. And unfortunately for me, I hate to say this, Arnold. I love you. You know I love you. You got nothing but love for you. But just this time, my friend, I gotta say, uh, it's a waste of time for me. That would be a waste of time. I did like the effects. The makeup effects they did look cool. Uh, you know, ironically, I was going to say the second best part of the film was the makeup effects. So, but yeah, certainly not enough to um, to uh, buy it for a dollar. So yeah, it gets a for me ultimately it gets a low waste of time because it 
the, like I said, some of the like decision making of the characters genuinely frustrated me to the point of being annoyed. Mm-hmm. So uh, it gets a low waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Yeah, agreed. That would be a waste of time. Certified waste of time. Certified waste of time. So I wrote it down in case Tony, if we forget, kind of maybe want to. Is that spoiler if we put that on the site, like a review? It kind of is, huh? That's usually yeah. what we've been saying. Yeah. The Slater one would be okay, though, huh? I think we should only post certified Slaters, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, so let's go with the extra credit that um, my man Marcus Burnett yeah. shows for this week. So, um, truth be told, I wasn't sure if I had seen this movie before, and I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I might have seen some scenes here and there, but I never saw the whole right. movie through and through. Yeah. And um, Same so, with you, OCP? Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen the whole thing. It's just before? way long ago. Yeah, remember, one yeah. of those things that my parents saw when I was a kid. Gotcha. That was homework for me, too. I'd never seen it. Oh, well, that's interesting. So, and, and, you know, a lot of these old comedies, 1983, some of the early Eddie Murphy and stuff like that, kind of doesn't hold up great, you know? Um, I haven't seen, like, the 48 Hours films in a long time. I don't know. Coming um, to America. Oh, Coming to America is, is cinema history for me. Be- for Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah, the first one, and the second one's pretty good still. Um, you know, they're fun, uh, you know, kind of action comedy romps. Um, Coming to America is, like, one of my greatest fucking comedies of all That's time. That's what I'm saying. When you so, said that, like, the first thing came to mind, like, really? Coming to America? Yeah, maybe, okay. maybe I'm thinking more, like, kind of like when he started... You're like thinking his newer 90s. stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe in the 90s. You're thinking like Norbit or fucking... Oh, yeah, I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even getting close to Norbit. So. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but anyway... Let's say this year, yes. I was I was thinking, you know, this movie is now 30 years old. Uh, does it hold up? You know, we just watched um, The Blues Brothers starring Dan Aykroyd, which was a couple years before this. And I thought that it was an interesting... Um, in that movie, he's he's essentially a blues artist and he's you know all of his bandmates and everybody follows is an african-american and in this he essentially plays a righteous a, a, a righteous a racist a racist rich guy who sees the air of his well, way you know when you're rich and you're racist you are a righteous so. righteous yeah exactly that's that could be the podcast uh, movie title so um so it was an interesting idea like does it hold up if you don't have sort of that sentimental value of it? And um, I think ultimately it does, really. Um, it's not as just hilariously funny as some of, like, Coming to America or, you know, maybe even, like, the first Beverly Hills Cop. There's a little more, I don't want to say drama, but there's a little more, like, subtle sort of commentary going on. I mean, there was a scene mm-hmm. where Eddie Murphy literally stares at the fucking camera, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I dug that. Um, it kind of takes away from it as a just straight-up raw comedy. Well, it's funny. Um, IMDb, it just strictly has comedy. Yeah. Well, so what Landis is directed in. Yeah, so. exactly. You're not going to call it a drama. You have two comedians call... in the role. No, it's a satire. Exactly. And satire yes, is you. under and, uh, sure. comedy. 
yeah, yeah, that's it should be called a comedy satire. And and for what it was trying to do, I think it did a very good job. Um, there's a lot going on. Um, I really enjoyed the Duke brothers. Um, I think there, ironically, they sort of stole the film. Like whenever, <laughs> whenever they're on on screen, I'm just eating it up. They're them kind of like they had their this performance from them. Um, the chemistry between them, I thought, like I was thinking, like are these motherfuckers like brothers in real life? You know. Um, and I had a lot of fun with them. Obviously, they're complete pricks. And and then, ironically, I'm looking at them, and then one of them turns to the other one and calls him by his character's name, uh, his first name. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, um, Randall. They look, like, they look like the old dudes from The Muppets. Well, okay. It's the two guys from Coming to America. Mm-hmm. Where Eddie Murphy gives them the homeless guys the money, yes, and and one nudges the other one. He goes, "Randolph, we're back." And because I've seen that movie so That's right. many it did, times, they did look familiar. Because I've seen that so many times, I looked over to Chris and I said, "That's the two motherfuckers from Coming to America." And she's yep. like, "You're right." And I was like, "I bet you they go broke at the end of this." And she's like, "Well, I've seen it before, so you're right." So I, I, I kind of knew it. Was going to uh, happen? Yeah, because coming to America uh, came out in '88. Yeah, exactly. So, and obviously, it's completely different worlds. I mean, uh, Eddie Murphy's uh, an African uh, prince in that movie, but it's that's a it's cool like, little Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like uh, what's his name um, in uh, Out of Sight plays the same character as Pulp Fiction, I believe. Oh, or not Jackie Pulp Brown. Fiction. Jackie uh, Brown. Jackie Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays the same character. I love that completely, shit. Yeah, completely, completely different universe, but uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that. It's so, and you know, it's the same name kind of thing. So, um, the fact that that uh, the Duke brothers were in Coming to America for a little cameo, I thought that is you know, it's brilliant. funny when I watch Coming to America. Um, maybe um, I hadn't watched in so long, and I would, and I would wonder why they lingered on that and why they would say that we're back. I always wondered that. What the joke uh, was? Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. So, um, for all you hardcore, um, yeah, early '80s um, comedy things. So, yeah, I liked it. I I, I laughed. Um, out loud in several spots. Um, uh, Dan, I'm not totally sold on Dan Aykroyd being a good actor. Like, I think he's kind of one of those guys that gets a pass because he's been around so long. And mm-hmm. he kind of plays himself almost. Like, he's got a weird Dan Aykroyd-ish delivery. Oh, boy. That, Here we go. I, that I'm not, I don't particularly care for. Just like Eddie Murphy has his sort of shtick that he does no matter what character he plays or he goes that he does the laugh and well if he didn't, uh, if we didn't get the laugh i was gonna say fuck this movie yeah, exactly. back. I was like, yeah, yeah. when it finally yeah, happened yeah. i was like okay but yeah dan Eckert, i think he was he fit perfectly at this rich smug like arrogant basher i thought he was perfect I, I i i believed it you know he's walking around with his nose in the air i'm like look at this guy he looks like he looks like that guy you know yeah, I, I would agree so, but yeah, I mean, you, I mean, that's the way he talks. You can't help it. I mean, here we go again. Like, you wanted him to talk like Arnold. Like, I mean, Arnold, can't, Arnold <laughs> talks like Arnold. Aykroyd no, no, talks no. like Aykroyd. No, no, no. <laughs> Ironically, I think his performance, or, or for what he's playing, he does it very well. Right. Um, but just the way he gives his dialogue, Dan Aykroyd as a, it's not a, it's not a. Have you heard him? Of, have you heard him in Tommy Boy? 
No, I don't. When he's doing that car commercial. No, Tony. Tony, if you can look up Dan Aykroyd car commercial, and then see if you can play a little bit and listen how he talks on that one. I mean, I don't know if he's because he's from Chicago and he's adding a little accent to it. But he makes car parts for the American. Just listen to him in there, and even in the movie, they even even Chris Farley make points. He makes fun of it. He goes, "Uh, no, he sounds kind of funny, and it's it's hilarious." And then even David Spade makes fun of him for making fun of him. But it's I don't know if you ever did you never seen Tommy Boy? You never you remember I, that? I've part? seen it. I I don't remember it. Tony, you found it? Uh, maybe. Okay, let's see. Play a little bit of it. Just I'm kind of just trying to see. Uh, Crystal Head Vodka. No, that's something else. Oh, that's yeah. That's just that's his vodka that he sells. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's hot in here. Would you please just look? Oh, here it's coming up. Yeah, yeah. plugs, ball joints, gaskets, camshafts, U joints, or rocker arms. Anything that can be screwed or glued to that car or truck of yours. Come see O'Ray. Hey, you want a guarantee? I got a guarantee stamped on every box. He's got really got weird hair. What's <laughs> <laughs> his hair? Is the guarantee that I make to the American worker. I want your truck to help you get the job done. I want your cruiser to get out there safely so you can clean up the streets. And I- yeah, that's accurate. Yes, I, I I think, that's accurate voice. You know what I? You know what it is? I think it's his voice. I think it's literally just the <laughs> tone of his voice. There we go. Sort of annoys round me. Round of applause, Tony. Yep. Round of applause for Harley. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who, who we're applauding. For you for realizing what. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not so much a critique of the film. It's just my critique of being kind of annoyed by his voice. Why did you just say so? A lot well, easier than I, it, it, 10 minutes explaining it, that. It took me a second. Okay. Well, now you're on time now and Tony's turn now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> Please don't tell uh, me you don't like Eddie Murphy's voice. Freaking Eddie Murphy. Well, he's got that classic voice too, you know. It's... it's... <laughs> I know, it's the fast talking, right, when he's the bum in the beginning? Yeah, but but see, yeah, the bum at the beginning, it kind of sold him, you know? It, it was, you know, he the, the cops came over, and he kind of just backed away. He's like, all right, all right, you know? It's like, you know, I tried. You guys caught me. You know, it, it, it almost, um, it was almost charming. And so I was on his side right from the beginning, and I was, it, so I enjoyed his antics, you know, right away. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it was a little, uh, you know his his transformation, like he's like he just was on point with everything. I was like, oh yeah, the, you know we should trade at this amount because of blah blah blah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it they didn't seem to train him at all. He just got it, and I'm like, I'm not buying it, but I don't care. It's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, let's have fun. You know, and it's, so um, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, it, the movie's not plausible. I mean, it's batshit no, crazy. No. For I mean, but it's fun. It's fun, and that's the thing. Like from the beginning, it's set up to be silly, and so I just took it all in stride and just and yeah. just enjoyed it. Yeah. It was really easy to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about the uh, Ackroyd Santa fish in the pocket. That scene. shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that, that was so. <laughs> when he, when he breaks I could it smell out of the it, man. Subway and starts eating it. I'm just like, eating, oh, oh god, god damn. That's the thing. Like watching that scene, I could yeah. smell the rotten fish. I was like, oh fuck. He oh, just yeah. looked. He looks so grody. Well, doesn't yeah? His his scent outfit's all gross too and dirty. Yeah, it's so, all yeah. gray and nasty. Yeah, and then I forgot about uh, Jamie Lee Cur- Curtis and her two yeah. friends showing up. I was like, oh, shit. Those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the, that's the thing. This movie's a hard R. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, yeah. 
And then and then and then Harley got a hard on when he's watching the movie. <laughs> so I love just see justice get served, and then and then in this movie when those fucking dicks they they got it in spoiler alert because it's old already. When they get yeah. the swift kick of justice right to their nuts, I fucking oh, yeah. loved it because they're fucking yeah. bricks. Oh, so, and so cool. I I enjoyed that. Um, the movie gets a slater because not only did it show me Jamie Lee Curtis tits once, not only once but twice. Twice. So alone, uh, Jamie Slater's boobs get a slater right off the bat. That so. was a fucking oh. movie. Absolutely. She, she, she said she was 24, 24 in that movie. Yeah, that, I was like, that's a mean mm, shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. But uh, yeah, man, everybody was smoking, and you're like, because you see that red dress. It's funny that red dress is like super tight, but it has these wrinkles all around, except for under tits. And she's mm-hmm. not wearing a bra. You see her nipples, and you're like, oh my gosh, if you unleash these warlocks, this fucking movie's gonna get us later. Oh, this is the first time her, she was in her 20s. Oh god, give her a round of applause for that, Tony. Come on. We need Wayne and Garth going, Shaw Wing. We need to give out awards for when these f- female actresses, you know, let out let out them puppies. I mean, it's, yeah, it's she it's was a work like twenty four, twenty five when she did it. Damn! Remember how hot and how how uh, easily we were turned on in True Lies? And well, yeah, old, absolutely. How old was she, she then? She was probably in her thirties. So True Lies was like ninety four, I think, some give or take yeah. a year. So fifty eight, so, sixty eight, seventy eight, eighty eight, ninety eight. Yeah, she was in her mid thirties. She was yeah. like thirty five, thirty six, which is like peak sexiness for a woman. Oh, come on, come on, hurry up and say it. <laughs> well, Tony's working his magic. Ah, no, that's the nope. music scene. There right. we go. Um, another thing I was gonna say is, uh, yeah, I love when uh, when the whole switch happened and uh, and uh, Eddie Murphy's in the club and he's or he's in that bar, and those two uh, thugs were in, that were in the prison with yes. him were there. You're like, oh shit, I'm gonna start some trouble again. Here we go. He's just like, go take a look at my limo. It's like, he just makes him go outside and just look at his limo. And he's, uh-huh. he just invites the whole bar to his place. But once they're there, I thought he'd be super excited. He's just like complaining about everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, this yeah, he's like, yeah, them from Persia. from my house. Yeah. And then there's a chick waiting for him in bed. And he don't even do it. I'm like, this is the same dude that was just living in the streets like how many days ago? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's, 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 I think, the strength of the film is how the bet actually doesn't seem implausible i mean it doesn't take i mean obviously the the like him reading the pork rinds or whatever like like pork predicting rinds. pork rinds or uh, pork bellies like him predicting that's obviously uh, you know ridiculous but but you know when you get rich you're gonna get cheap all of a sudden you know what i mean it's like <laughs> That part doesn't seem implausible that he would he could step into that role. And if you're if you're if you get that destitutely broke, you're gonna be eating you know big fucking uh, fish. (laughs) Big fucking fish. (laughs) That's a big fucking fish. Big fucking eyes. Um, So that actually, like I said, that that part, the commentary part, uh, the bet, you know. Uh, I really thought was was really smartly written, you know, and um, which scored points. It, uh, it, you know, it, it again, it kind of takes away from a little bit of the just sheer comedy that maybe Coming to America is, um, you know. But it's still, it's still a lot of fun to watch. Um, and then at the, I wanted to see more of them buddies at the end you know mm-hmm. um when they kind of band together 
I wanted to see more of that, but the movie is actually not very short. It's almost right. two hours yeah. long. Yeah, you're like, what, well, yeah, what more adventures are these guys going to get into? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. you know, it was good that they didn't go too long. Yeah. Um, Interesting trivia. In, uh, in 2010, as a part of the Wall Street Transparency and a, a, Accountability Act, which was to regulate financial markets, a rule was included which barred anyone from using secret inside information to go to corner markets, mm. similar to what the Duke brothers tried to do in the movie. Since the movie inspired this rule, it has since become known as the Eddie Murphy rule. Yeah, what? That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, and then uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis in that um, Swedish outfit. Come on. Um, apparently, several funny moments in the film came about by accident. The scene where Mortimer is trying to catch the money clip and having trouble wasn't supposed to happen that way, but both kept going with it and not breaking character, which is kind of funny. So yeah. it was kept in. Remember when he threw it at him and he mm-hmm. kind of it kind of bounced like three times uh, towards the end when he gave him that money clip. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ophelia's Swedish disguise came about because Jamie Lee Curtis couldn't do the correct Austrian accent. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked. Like I mean, yeah. it was just a very subtle joke in the film, and it, it just. It was just funny. Yeah. Well, all she had to do was put the tits in his face, and, you know, he could handle everything. He could have told yeah, who. Uh, she could speak Mexican. Who's in the grass, you know? Exactly. Mexican. <laughs> and the fucking apes that they the gorillas oh, at the end. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, the movie gets just downright batshit at the end. Yeah, and then Belushi with the cameo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, I never, I never sort of fell out of favor with it, not once. So um, it's unfortunately not quite a Slater. I mean, yes. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's Titsurus later, certainly. Um, the movie is is very good. It's a lot of fun, and it gets a high high buy that for a dollar. Possible Slater in the future, if you know, if I ever kind of would it help if Gio, did I tell you Gio, Gio Carlos Posito is one of the cellmates? I I recognize that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I said I said, uh, does any of those guys look familiar to Chris? And she goes, uh, No. I said the guy on the bars, that's Gus. And yeah. she's like, who's Gus? And I'm like, Gus from Breaking Bad. And she's like, oh, shit, that's him? Hmm. And I was like, I guarantee it. And she goes, I don't think so. I said, I pulled it up on IMDb, and I was like, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'd I buy that for a dollar. Shed a better dollar. <laughs> yeah, that was the best part. I mean, spoiler alert, all the bets <laughs> are for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah, but I, it definitely got mine. Yeah, and back in my day, we used to fart to make bubbles in our jacuzzi. So, well, that was up. that was a That's... joke that Eddie Murphy did in his delirious stand-up. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So That's cool. I don't. That's cool because I've always used that. I've always said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see, Eddie Murphy. So, but yeah, to me, yeah, I had I had fun with it too. It was fun, especially like at the end. Like you said, they're at the island, and uh, and I could get to the feeling because his wife was come on, she was. She was something else. And the butler, man, I gave it up to him, and he was cool. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, was awesome. yeah. he looked like he was having a blast. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, But not at first when he's making those craps or whatever, and he's like, yeah, we don't want them. You right, that's them. what I mean, like towards the end. Yeah, he just tosses them. But, yeah, at the end. Yeah. Wow. It's wild. Uh, just worth an interrupt. Sorry. The same year, <laughs> the, the same year that Trading Places came out, Eddie Murphy's Delirious came out where they shared the joke. So I would say it's a mystery where the joke originated from. I, I gave it to him. And I also give well, him a dollar because I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So we're back to a dollar. Was it right. a slate or a dollar? Yeah, which uh, one is it, dude? I said I gave it a dollar. 
Oh. Okay. Earlier you said Slater for yeah. Jamie Lee. Oh, no. I said I give her. Um, oh, she gets the Slaters. She yeah. gets the movie gets the dollar. I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I could almost give the movie a Slater just because it gave me that. But, um, yeah. yeah, you know, it's not long enough. So And then she covers them when she turns around. It's like, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? So there you go. All right. So before we get into anything else, let's quickly go over um, the future homework. Now I got two. I got two that I could uh, choose from. So you let me know what you guys want to see. Okay. Okay. Tony, you look up Slow West and read the synopsis. And Harley, you look up A Girl Walks Alone at Night and read the synopsis. And you guys pick out of those two. A young Scottish man travels across America in pursuit of the woman he loves, attracting the attention of an outlaw who is willing to serve as a guide. Yeah. Hmm. Michael Fassbender, Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, oh, some heavy hitters there. Mm -hmm. Uh, A girl walks home alone at night. In the Iranian ghost town, Bad City, a place that reeks of death and loneliness, the townspeople are unaware they are being stalked by a lonesome vampire. Uh, my vote is for the one Tony picked. Or Tony's read out. Oh. And Tony? 7.0 and IMDb. Yeah, why not? It's a Western. Yeah, okay. We haven't done yeah. that in a while. Yeah. So, yeah. My boy Ronnie, you see, uh, he told me about this. All the trailer looked pretty cool. So, cool. cool. Slow West it is. Well, all right. My man MCP's got the extra credit. That's right, and it's something else we haven't uh, had in a while. Uh, right. <laughs> it's a Frank Duke. Was it Ducks? Duke? Dukes. Frank Dukes? Frank Hasn't Duke. put up Frank Dukes? Dukes? <laughs> okay, USA? Are you telling me we're you, going with you? Blade? You look like a Jackson. Jackson? You look like a Jackson. You tell me, yeah, very good, but Brick don't hit back. You talking about <laughs> that movie? That's right, Bloodsport. Oh, shit. Yeah. Man, what do we have? We haven't done a commentary in so long. Oh, it's yeah. probably been over a year. Yeah, I'm almost thinking Bloodsport deserves a commentary. Easily. Yeah, we got we got we got to all come a, agreement to uh, come up with one. Like, like well, we've got to be gotta a, it's got to be a um, certified like, Slater for us. I was to, just gonna say, yeah, like a Jurassic Park, like something classic, right? Yeah. Like that we've all. Yeah, I've seen Bloodsport so many times. I mean, it's I've because it was like on cable TV like every yeah. goddamn weekend. Yeah, I had it on VHS. Yeah, uh, I don't think I couldn't give the movie a Slater, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just because. Um, uh, I, I'd be I'd be but down saying... to commentary. It would just be about scheduling it. So, well, yeah, that's the only thing. Because there was uh, there was also this other pick I was I was thinking about last week. Or actually, earlier this week, I was thinking, if we did do like a three-hour movie, like like remember how Tony almost picked Seven Samurais? Oh right, the character saw. If we did that, we would not have an extra credit that week. Oh, that that's a one. you know what? That's would a that damn. Fair? That's a damn good idea. If we're gonna pick a big epic, you know, longer mm-hmm. than two hours and thirty minutes, let's let's uh, X nay on the homework or extra credit nay. Okay. Well, cool. So we're all in agreement with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Are either one of these movies long? No. Oh, no, no. No. I'm just saying. Slow West is 84 minutes, actually. Yeah, I was going to say that movie's really short. Hey. Right. So, yeah. So, so if we did the commentary this week on Bloodsport, we would just not do uh, uh, extra credit this week, right? The yeah, essentially. We would just do the homework. We just review the homework. 
Make some extras. Yeah. Right. If we can't, like I said, if we can't, if not, we'll just review it. How about we do that? If we don't have time to do the comment, we'll just review it as an extra. But yeah, of course. Runs free in the sometime in the week. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Okay. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. I would actually say uh, the next two days. Well, Tony's uh, not doing. You're not going anywhere this weekend, are you? No. Okay. Yeah. I I would say like the next two days. I would actually be. I'd have some free time to do it in the night. Um. Weekends are usually bad. Um, like I literally watched Maggie today. I started. I started it at eight o'clock tonight. Wow! And um, trading places. I started yesterday afternoon mm. and finished it today. So I keep postponing these goddamn movies, and then <laughs> I get these like long, drawn out. Three and four you, now, week. do you do that because you want to watch them later on in the week, or come fresh? There's in your a mind? part of that. There's a part of that. Um, some of it is I don't get a hold of the movies, and huh. I keep for I keep forgetting to uh, I get a copy of the movie, and so um, so sometimes that gets in the way. Gotcha. And then you know it's like Thursday comes around, and then it's Friday night, and you know trying to spend time with the family, and it's Friday night. Friday night, so um, it's just been kind of crazy and hectic, and so um, so yeah. Weekends, I usually don't um, get a lot of time. We 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 go to bed earlier and we wake up earlier. Um, the dog, just the kids. Oh man, I didn't ask for a life story, man. Just yeah, yeah, me. yeah. Well, it's my weekend, so there you go. That's my oh, weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, slow down, homie. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna find out what Tony thought of Ant Man here, real quick. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I saw Ant Man. Um, this was of a in between days uh, of my weekend. Um, we kind of was like, "Hey, what do you want to do now?" Well, we have like four hours before the start of our next event, so let's go check out Ant Man. Um, this was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot more humor in it than I was than I was originally expecting. I mean, I know I saw the the one teaser trailer with the uh, Thomas the Tank or Train, whatever. Um, and so I was kind of expecting a little bit of humor, but there was a lot more. I mean, Paul Rudd, he you know he just he just keeps it cool and uh, and and just you know kind of like um, breaks the tension every once in a while with his with his humor. Uh, Michael Douglas, I think he did fine. And Evangeline Lilly was like, eh, she was kind of playing the, the you know the the cold daughter, and they had that yeah. moment in, in the middle of the film. It's like Paul Rudd's the audience. He kind of like he knows like, okay, this is ridiculous. Look at this outfit. I'm just shrinking. Yes. Right. He he gets yes. it right. Yeah, yeah. But some of it makes me think like, how much of it is Edgar, from Edgar Wright? You know what I mean? I, yeah, that's true because they kept a lot of his uh, screenplay. So, um, I mean, either way, I was, I was enjoying it. There was a lot of fun moments. Um, I think that the, the, the treatment they did with, within the context of the Marvel universe was pretty cool. Like it, because it just kind of squeezed it in, um, you know, like bumping elbows with, you know, Avengers and shit. Uh, so that was cool. Um, and I didn't see that coming. So it was, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't want to give things away because a lot of the things, that were fun, even though they're not spoilerish. I wouldn't want to rob anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Um, but it was a, it was a it was a lot of fun. 
Like Michael Pena? Dude, that guy stole the show every <laughs> whenever he talked. It was so funny. Like I think you even mentioned those scenes, those montage type yeah. of scenes where he's voicing were they, over. Were they great? Oh, that was brilliant. So yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, very, very good. Um, but yeah, really high buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I think Harley would like it. I mean, it's a different. It's um, it's only like fresh against like the first Iron Man or something, right? Completely. Yeah, you mentioned that in your your yeah. review. I yeah. just have no interest in seeing it. You just fatigue. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, you might, I think you'll like the you'll like the comedy in it. It's kind of lighthearted, and I think you'll yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, there's a there's a daughter storyline too. Oh yeah. Now, is this one Mission Impossible Rogue Nation? He didn't like Ghost Protocol, so I don't think he's gonna like this one much at all either. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's got like eight point oh nine to be right now. Ethan and the team take on their most impossible mission yet, eradicating the syndicate, an international rogue organization as highly skilled as they are, committed to destroying the IMF. Now, there might be one particular scene that might get you in the theater to see this or not, or you'd watch it. Was a badass motorcycle chase. Yeah, they 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 insist on putting motorcycle scenes in pretty much all the Mission Impossible films, and uh, yeah, I ain't mad at him. Yeah, <laughs> ever since Sopkin, I think he's always uh, enjoyed riding them. Yeah, yeah, right. So. He got the love for it, and then he wanted to uh, wanted to keep riding. So yeah, they have an amazing, amazing bike chasing. And so yeah, we got Ethan Hunt again, which is he's been he's been owning this role for because he's kind of how long now. Um, you got every, you got Simon Pegg returning, you got Jeremy Renner returning, and you got um, Bing Rains returning. Um, Jeremy Renner he gets pulled back a little bit. He's more like doing an office job with uh, Alec Baldwin, and um, Simon Pegg is more of a sidekick. And we get a replacement from Paula Patton. We get a, another female lead played by Rebecca Ferguson, and just like Charlie Theron kind of stole the show in, in Mad Max Fury Road, I believe she steals this show. She's hot. She's hmm. British. She's some badass action scenes. She's a uh, part of the uh, bike chase scene. She's Swedish. She's Swedish. Oh, she's Swedish. Oh, I think she plays British in the movie. Just, that's quite possible. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she steals the show. I mean, she's remarkable. Like, I would love to see her and Paula Patton team up in, in the next Mission Impossible. I mean, Ethan Hunt, he's doing his crazy – Tom Cruise doing crazy shit. I mean, the poster has him on the side of that plane. He's actually doing that. It's insane. Um, if you like cool gadgets, you know, uh, cool tr- car chasing, it's got it all. Unfortunately, I didn't like it as much as Ghost Protocol. Hmm. I really enjoyed Ghost Protocol more. Um, I think because Brad Bird directed it, so he had, it had more comedy, more uh, a, a style to the look to the to the to the movie. Um, this one, not so much. It's written directed by Christopher McQuarrie. I can't remember what else he's done. Yeah, I just looked him up. Interesting guy. He hasn't directed a whole lot, but he actually wrote this. He's, he's more of a screenwriter. Oh yeah, it's tomorrow he, and yeah, yeah, Jack yeah, Reacher. yeah he okay. wrote he wrote and he directed Jack Reacher. Okay, and then yeah, he, he, he directed the old movie, The Way of the Gun, which is a movie yeah. I always liked with Benicio del Toro and mm-hmm. uh, what's the other kid's name? Maybe he just doesn't have a flair like some other directors. Yeah, like, he just might not have his own style. He's just yet. kind of vanilla. Yeah, which is you know yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. But but you know I kind of I kind of like when a director has an eye and has a unique uh, um, fingerprints to his movie. You know what I mean? He has a unique look yeah. to him. So yeah. I just look for that because um, if not, it just becomes like another generic action movie. Yeah, but there's sure. there are some cool stunts that this is not. It, um, would it make my top ten? Maybe you know. Um, there's some memorable stunts in it, but uh, overall, I enjoyed it, and I uh, buy it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I read a couple of reviews online that people were just loving it. Yeah, 
An 8.0. That ain't no joke. Yeah, no, it's no joke for sure. People are loving this movie. Like I said, it's, it did really well. But let's see how 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 really, really, really well it did this weekend. Oh. In our, uh, we don't have a theme music for our fantasy movie league when it's kicking in, do we, Tony? I thought no. we did. We do? I picked some let's, random shit. Let's see. What's yeah, let's see. The place, pick some random shit. Hit shuffle on your iPod. What do you got? <laughs> What's that? So hit shuffle on your, on your iPod. See what you got. Right. Baby, baby, come on. Baby, come on. All right. Let's see. Pick a number between one and ten. We should do some old dirty. <laughs> one for the ten. Harley, pick a number. A seven. Okay. All right. So I'm going to pick the seventh one down so on this list. Seventh one, two, track three, here. Three, four, five, six. Mm bop, ba doo ba da ba doo bop. Mm bop. Uh no, this is a good one. There you go. I didn't, I didn't do party. enough ecstasy for that song. <laughs> Did I get your blood pumping? All right. So this week, let's take a look. I haven't seen it yet. Bad Boys Podcast, Weekly Standings. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm at the bottom. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Not as bad as Lane where there's zero dollars. Oh, does she keep forgetting? But she, she's yeah, she's she's in is there. Is she trying to go for a record? Better. Right. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to kick her out of the the uh, the league one of these days. That's that's the rule. If you yep. don't, if you don't three weeks in a row. Weeks, yeah, you're done. Boom, out. You're, you're fine. Yeah. So the next, all right. So of the real contestants, we've got 135 million, 132 million, 121 million. And I'm at 110 million. So the top three. Here we go. Um, holy crap! Someone has Ant Man on five screens. Mission. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know it freaked me out too, man. I it comes on me so fast I can't hit the the mute button. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was the weirdest. <laughs> Dude, oh, can you replay that, Tony? Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> I did shield the mic. With uh, my yeah, you protected it. Yeah, sure. You yeah, sound like us. a girl streaming. Oh, man. Wow. Sorry. You were saying, Tony? <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got uh, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, five screens of Ant-Man, uh, Minions, Jurassic Park. We've got on another cinema, we've got Mission Impossible, Vacation, Ant-Man, Minions, Trainwreck, Southpaw Twice, and Terminator, Terminator Genesis. Terminator. 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 That's a better title uh, than Genesis. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and then on, uh, on another cineplex, we have Mission Impossible Twice, Minions, Jurassic World Twice, Terminator Genesis, and then The Gallows Twice. I think that might have been me. Yeah, you recognize your own. I've been waiting for someone to like go, oh, yeah, that's me. Um, you got 132 million, landed you in second place. Motherfucker! <laughs> so between first and third, we've got... Defonso, did you recognize your cinema? I had the one with like the most variety. Yeah, you had the... 
Southpaw twice. See, the he... winner picked Ant Man five times. Yep. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, Scott won it again. Bullshit. Man, I call it cheating. I call it bullshit. <laughs> I call it, I'm saying it's... a rule right now. You can't use a calculator to do this. That's cheating. I'm avoiding all calculators. I don't think he's cheating. I think he's just oh, kind of like right. the Fucking way cheating. the box Cheater. office is set up. You know, you know what? It, uh, go ahead. It's because we have a limit. You know, we have our weekly $1,000 limit. You can't really buy based on how well you did the previous week. Okay, so so um, read back the winner's uh, pick again, please. Mission Impossible, Ant-Man, five times, Minions, okay. and Jurassic World. Which is uh, just to fill a screen. Right. So because everyone has $1,000, everyone's on a level playing field every week. Yeah. Um, you can only fill the screen with so much. And He's everybody right. picked Mission Impossible. Right. And so, oh, okay, so did you say I was second? Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. And and read back mine again. Mission Impossible. You made 132. Two Mission Impossibles, Minions, Jurassic World, Terminator Genesis. Genesis, Gallows. See, Gallows is, and Terminator probably fucked you because Terminator only made like nine hundred thousand. Gallows probably only made five dollars. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. So that's probably that's where it hurt you. The Ant Man made what? How many made thirty four or something like that? Twenty two, whatever. But you add that five times, you're you're. Well, Ant Man made that's, twelve. That's the thing. It's like so. Ant Man made twelve point eight. So that times five is like what seventy or sixty five mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm trying to do hey, the math. Hey, blame Tony. He went and saw it, motherfucker. You're mad yeah, at it. Shit. You're mad at it for losing? Blame Tony. He went and saw it. Eight times five equals Sorry, Tony. Six, 64. Okay, so this is my thing. It's like he picks Ant-Man five times, makes him $64 million, which is only $9 million more than me picking Mission Impossible the second time. Right. And how much did he, I, I lose by? Uh, three million. Oh, see, it was close at least. Okay, I don't feel so bad. It was a close. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It, was a, it was a short victory. Of course, me. Scott. If Scott was on here, he'd go like, "It doesn't matter if you win by a million or a dollar. Winning's winning." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He said in his best Vin Diesel voice. Yeah. So congratulations. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't have a go fuck yourself drop. Oh, you don't? <laughs> Tony, <laughs> I love how Tony's looking for a go fuck yourself drop. Seriously. Like, how do I that, not have that? How do, you, how do you not have that? Right. PBR, that shit. You ready to make your picks now, Tony? Or hard? We got Fantastic Forward new. Oh, mm-hmm. is that coming out next week? Ricky and the Flash is new. Sean the Ooh. Sheep, an animated movie's new. Ricky and the Flashes? Yeah, it's where Meryl Streep plays like an aging rock star. Okay. Come on, man. Do your do your homework, man. Come yeah, on, I'm going to pick that five times, and I'll probably win. Goddamn right. Got to. Handle oh, that, I made bro. my pick. <laughs> Handle that, bro. So, well, there we go. So, we'll open that page. We'll open that page. Come back to it later tonight. All right. So, where are we at? Where are weekends now? Yeah. Tony, hanging out with Skrillex. What's going on? Yeah, I went um, 
I went up to Pomona at the Fairplex. Mm-hmm. They're having a uh, music festival, Hard Summer Music Festival. Hard Summer Music, that's what it's called? Yeah, Hard Summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hot as balls up there. I was like, we, we got there. Um, we drove up. Well, shit, actually. We started driving. We're like, not a big deal. The people we wanted to watch were later in the day. So we're like, we're taking our time Saturday morning. Um, and then on our way out, we get in a fender bender. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, don't yeah, say that. Just, just bumped. Like, just a little, little love tap. Oh. It's like, God damn it. So that's like. There's a little tap, tap, tapperoo. A little tapper. Yes. So it's like, damn it, tap, you know. Tap. Yeah. Start the day off. I'm like, ah, all right, all right. Let's shake it off. Who was, who was driving? Who did it? Lane. And then I drove oh. the rest of the way. <laughs> um, but it's like, all right, all right. Let's, let's, let's just power through this. It's like, that's not a sign that we shouldn't go. <laughs> so, um, and we get to the hotel and hotels this piece of shit hole in the wall place oh, it's come on yeah they couldn't find my reservation <laughs> it's like uh it was it was we wrote it down in a piece of paper <laughs> here somewhere I'm yeah like apparently it. there was two antonios who checked in that day uh-huh. and, and so they gave the other guy mine and how sweet <laughs> right my reservation do you really so like fuck yeah um they mixed our names up, our last names, because they they didn't look at the last name. They just look at the first name. But there was two of us, fucking name, morons. Ain't gonna fuck that up. Yeah. So we get our room. We go to our room. The door's wide open. They haven't cleaned it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we're like, all right, better, that's better. Yeah. So what time so was this? This was like at two o'clock. All right. It's like one thirty. Their check-in was at two o'clock. We check in at one thirty. The lady's like, hey, we're going to charge you extra, you know, for... I'm like, fine, we'll leave. We'll come back later. She's like, wait. No, the guy says it's okay. We won't charge you. I was like, all right, fine. Then we go to the room. It's not ready They're yet gonna anyway. They're going to charge you for getting there 30 minutes early? Right. You oh, bullshit. But I'm like, yeah. I was like, damn. But we already paid. We did it through Expedia, you know, so it's already charged and shit. So I'm like, whatever. Uh, um, so we leave. Go get lunch. Come back. Room still isn't ready. So I hunt down the the cleaning crew. I'm like, hey, when are you going to get that room clean over there? They're like, <laughs> uh, 20 minutes. I'm like, fine, let's go. So we we went to a shopping and got Lane a, a rave outfit, you know, a, a, some new clothes for her. I for... saw the picture, and she does look a little uh, candy raver-esque. Yes. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like, you can see the progression in the pictures, like, of what you guys are wearing from right? – from the previous ones to like, oh look at them! They're they're yep, they're, getting more, they're getting, getting their more. uniform on now. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So she had fun shopping. So we spent spent plenty of time doing the shopping thing to get them to clean the room. So they finally clean it. All we wanted to do was change into our rave outfits and go. So right. not a big deal. Get there. Get to the place. We got um we got into the festival like around four four thirty, maybe five o'clock. Um. And uh, it's hot. It's fucking hot out there. And oh, it's asphalt. There's no shade, nothing. Yeah, there's barely any shade. Um, mm. We go to the main stage, and it's just hot and muggy, and it's on a dirt lot. Oh. The main stage is just dust, you know, just dirt. So people mm-hmm. are shuffling out there and jumping and kicking up dust, and we forgot our um, bandanas the yeah. on Saturday. So it's like, fuck. You know, we have to deal with that shit. Mm-hmm. And so by like 6.30 or 7, I'm just like, you want to go? She's like, yeah, all right, let's bounce. <laughs> so we just left. 
<laughs> on Sunday, so you had one on more day Saturday. to go. You just left. Yeah, on Saturday we left like at seven. The guys that we wanted to see were at eight and nine. Yeah, but I'm just like, you know what? Not worth it. I'm, Who was that? I'm over it today. It Sorry. was um, there was Porter Robinson and Dylan Francis. Okay. And uh, uh, during the, uh, I was I was a little bummed because I found out during Porter Robinson's set, DJ Snake was a surprise guest, and we totally loved DJ, DJ Snake. So I was like, oh, oh man, we we missed out. Um, but it's like not a big deal. We, we don't let shit like that, you know, bring us down. So right, Sunday sure. we went in there. Player, um, player. Yeah, exactly, baby. Yes, this player. Um, but we made Diane Tord, um, on what? Sunday. That's what we wanted. Like the whole thing. I wanted to, no you know, way. I wanted to lose my shit at Diane Tord, and they were, they were awesome. Um, yeah, it was a lot did of fun. Did Chappie show up? That's I know Chappie didn't show up. Lane was oh. like, "I if it's like if Chappie shows up, I'm just gonna die. I'm just gonna explode right here." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but it was fun. Um, yeah, so we raged a little bit there, and then we just spent the rest of the night um, kind of like in the grass area at the at the main stage. Like we just like stood away from all the dirt, and I just kind of you know we danced pretty hard. Uh, uh, Jack U, um, there was Arl Grime and Jack U, which is Skrillex and Diplo. And they they ended the night, but we didn't stay for the whole night. We just watched half like half of their set. And I'm like, okay, we're good. Let's go to avoid all the traffic. And we just came home. Nice. And so how far were you a, guys from the how far were you from the venue? Uh, the the hotel was only like 15, 20 minutes from the oh, from okay. the venue. Not too far. Um, but something happened, and they they Lane called to get um a reservation extended to Sunday night. And they lost it. At least it didn't charge me. I checked my car- credit card. wasn't charged. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to stay in that place anyway. So we just yeah. we just came home on Sunday. It wasn't a big deal. Because we're stone cold sober the whole time. And we're just drinking water. So I'm like, yeah, we, I can drive. No problem. So we just drove home. Um, it was, we enjoyed it. You know, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, other than the heat. But, uh, yeah. Somebody and then some, two people dying. And then, the, yeah, the, the unfortunate girls. Yeah. Here. Well, I was reading one of them did it. was from Coronado High. Are, oh, uh, is there beer gardens at these places? Yeah. They have, um, they do. They have, they have ID checks. So you have mm-hmm. to get like a bracelet that has oh, like, right. like a, it's got an yeah, blinking LED you, thing and shit, but you, you, people you, got you. fake IDs and whatnot. You, I mean, you could see people. Yeah. I saw so many young people puking their guts out without the ID bracelet. So you know people are, yeah. yeah, they're drinking their brains out. You know they, how do you know they weren't infected and they were becoming zombies? You didn't even know. <laughs> you know, I you don't. Look out for them. <laughs> you know, if I would have paid attention, I probably would have seen some black blood somewhere. You know. Yep. All that. Not even exactly. Yeah, not that even wasn't known, that wasn't eye makeup. That wasn't mascara. Yeah. No, that was real. <laughs> that was real. That was a real living dead. Yeah. So right on. Cool. Yeah. You're having a lot of fun. Yeah. You've had been, fun, so. been hit a lot of them. Except that one, was, like I said, it could have been uh, a little bit better with some AC or some fans or some shade. I'm sure at night, at night it at least cooled down a little bit. Yeah. At night it was totally, it was perfect at yeah, night. Yeah. The um, lights, and, the lights and everything. I'm sure your adrenaline's pumping again. That's oh, cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I think part of it is we've been, you know, July every weekend we had something. Yeah. So this was the last one, and we were kind of like you know partied out it's like uh, you know we there wasn't that excitement of you know going to the festival after waiting half a year you know right so uh, we decided that this time was that one we, of the biggest ones 
Um, it was one of the bigger ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, but we decided that once a month is the most frequent that we'll do. <laughs> yeah. So you getting too old for this shit? Yeah, right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me ask this, Tony. Um, uh, you get you see a lot of these EDM sort of DJ producers who are really producers first, DJ second. Yeah. Are are their sets pretty similar, or or do they have markedly different sounds? Um, they they kind of go in groups. Um, uh, there's like a group of DJs that kind of sound similar. Yeah. You know, um, like the trap. They kind of stick to that EDM sound. That's right. Really well, popular. there's like, there's like the trap DJs and they kind of all sound the same. They have the, they have the dubstep hip hop sound. And then there's the, the big room type of bangers type of yeah, like, DJs. Like, uh... The old school uh, right. Swedish house mafia. Kind right. Of there's the house music. There's, the, I mean, there's, there's definitely groups, and um, there's a little bit of overlap with some DJs. There's like a clear, distinct line between trance and oh, yeah. house music. You know, yeah. it's like well, it's, that's where you're wrong. Trance is a style of house music. House well, music that's what I'm saying. Like, like the big room. It's all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all it all blends together. You got the techno in the house and all that, and all the fucking terms that I don't really give a shit. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. You guys take it outside. All right. It, you're right. Okay. Hey, hey, no, I'm just but curious. there's a clear, no, take it easy. Obviously. Hey, why are you yelling I, at him? Relax. I, I, no, I'm not yelling okay. at him. Shit. But I'm there's a, there's a sound. There's like uh, that trance enough. sound that uh-huh. doesn't, that, that's just like all musical and like, um, just oh, yeah, melody. Trance. Yeah. Yeah. The, that is like very distinct. Um, but other than that, it does kind of blend together. It's like I would say there's like the trance kind of sound. There's the kind of like the big room house type of sound, and then there's the hip hop trap type of sound. And that's that's kind of the 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 spectrum. I'm sure you can divide each one of those into smaller and smaller, you know, Sub, groups. Subgenres. Yeah, I was just interesting. Like, there's so many of these. You know, I mean, I follow, you know deep house and and my you know i'm on beat porn every day and and i listen to radio one and obviously i as a dj i still follow my genres and my producers and um and so i'm i've heard of pretty much all of these you know djs that you talk about um but i don't follow their actual production so i don't really know but i'm curious because there's you know there's nowadays there's a 20 of them yeah. You know that I'm not familiar with, other than they're basically EDM producers and DJs. And I was just curious if they all have their own sort of unique um, sort of style, or do they all kind of just flow together? Some of them, yeah. Like I mean, Skrillex. Well, yeah, it's almost you can't deny it. Like yeah, yeah. Diplo, you can kind of figure out that it's his kind of music, um, but. Beyond that, like Dylan Francis, he has one song. Like he has a certain type of way he drops the beats, and so it's like you can kind of tell it's him. But it's, I mean, it's it's for me when I'm when I'm raging my face off, I I, I can't tell. Yeah. And you don't get fatigued of the big room sound. No, no, oh, I don't because it it makes me move. I'm all about dancing. I don't. It's like you put on a good heavy beat. When I'm, I hear I'm, music, yeah. I like to dance. Sorry. They might have that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
You should, you should yeah, hear that song. It's pretty good. Interesting. I, I've been out of that, you know. And Fonzo, you, you remember. I mean, going to the big raves and stuff I like don't know. That. I was there, too. Tony didn't know. I was there, too. I was dancing yeah, I all weekend. <laughs> oh, the whole time. I saved it to Sunday. Shit, I had a hard time. I <laughs> came back to life. Shit. I still oh, did it. Gee, over I here. saw everything, so. In fact, I'm reporting live from there. I'm still there in the tent. <laughs> I hadn't there. left. He's still, he's I ran still out of gas, ran out of money. I need to wait back. Chilling so with Diplo and Skrillex. That's right, you know. So, I'm telling you, I can't stand the whole dubstep sound. And it works because it's not dubstep, but that stupid song with Skrillex and Diplo and uh, Justin Bieber. No, I like you, it. You like it. I knew you were going to say that. I like I the chorus. I like uh, the chorus. Uh, uh, awesome. And I'm not... I'm not familiar with Justin Bieber enough to yeah, like. Right. You got you got daughters. What do you give me a break? Uh, well, no, that's the thing is like he jumped the shark years ago, and so yeah. like I I think I don't know who listens to him anymore, but my kids like claim they hate him and they've always hated him. Yeah, like on as the twelve year old, she's like, oh god, I don't listen to Justin Bieber. He's crap. And I'm like, oh, really? When was that? Because I yeah. remember having to download his fucking songs for you some time ago. <laughs> Busted. <Yeah. laughs> and yeah. then when we were, and then when we were coming home from my mom's house for my weekend, uh, it came on the radio, and she's like, oh. oh yeah, I like this song. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I kind of like this song too. And it, I at first I couldn't remember who it was, and then I was like, oh yeah, this is that the. The duo with Skrillex and uh, and uh, uh, Diplo, and Diplo has some range. He's produced like house tracks and sort of dubstep and breaks, and he's he produced that track for Sia. And welcome so, to the Bad Boys podcast. The EDM rants on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, About so time. He's got some range. Skrillex, not so much. I'm not a fan of the whole um, uh, Skrillex dubstep. Yeah, and, yeah, and, we got that. But I enjoy that song. So it was coming to me as we we're driving. Mm. And um, and then I was like, oh, yeah, this is that Skrillex dub set. And she's like, yeah, Skrillex. And I'm like, oh, you like Skrillex? She's like, oh, yeah, I like Skrillex a lot. And I was like, well, there'll be no Skrillex being played at my home, just so uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, and then I was like, oh, by the way, you do know that's Justin Bieber, right? And she was like, oh, well, this song's okay. <laughs> she got like Yeah, see, all the chicks like Justin Bieber. It's all good. She'll, she'll let it slide. No, she was like claiming she disliked the song all of a sudden because Justin uh-huh. Bieber was in it. But she liked it when she didn't realize Justin Bieber was in it. So uh-huh. that's uh, fun. Yeah. So, but anyway, so yeah, that Wait, was my. That was your weekend. That was your weekend. <laughs> I went out to my mom's house. Well. Uh, uh, yeah, I ended up staying till Monday. Came home three days. It was cool. Uh, the girls got to see. Haven't visited the coast in a long time, so it was good for them. Oh, nice! And uh, yeah, it was good. It's a good time. We. Yeah. I was uh, buying Halloween decorations. I was getting ready for Halloween since it's right around the corner. And, um, <laughs> Christ, stores are open. <laughs> they're not open yet, but they are. Uh, their their Twitter feed from Spirits are showing their newest um, animatronics. So that's kind of cool. The little zombie. Uh, they got one in the furnace. It looks red. Starts to scream and he pops out and looks like an actual little furnace. Looks pretty cool. Uh, but that's that's way down the road. No, I don't. What did I do yesterday? We just uh, what the hell did we do? I feel like we did something. I can't remember. I, like I said, I I stay home, and watch the kids. I can't really go anywhere. I have to try to fit in the movies when I can. Try to show them a movie so I can I can watch a movie. 
Um, but just they they just chill like next door. And then um, Dave stayed home, my neighbor today, so they didn't come over. So it was cool. It was kind of late. And then uh, Crew's friend came over. They went to the pool. They hung out. Um, God, what did I say? I did something on Sunday. Oh, we were looking for um, a new couch. That's what it was. That's what we did. We went to living spaces. You know, very interesting stuff. You know, fascinating stuff like that. Um, we didn't get one, in case you were wondering. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> but we have a garage sale this Saturday. So, Tony, if you have any old junk you want to get rid of or sell, um, bring it over on Saturday cool. and um, sell it. You know, make some little extra old. cash if you say because I know you move. You know, you might have some stuff lying around that you might not not need or anything. So, yeah. that's my parents. So, if they got anything, bring it over. Because, like I said, these people they get here five, six in the morning. I'm get, I'm ready, getting ready to go to work, and there's already tons of people outside. <laughs> yeah. You open a garage and they run over there. You, what are you saying? What are you saying? They're looking inside. Like, yo, 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 calm the fuck down. <laughs> it, it's nuts. Um, so yeah. Uh, I remember this one dude had a truck full like bicycles. He's like, "You guys selling those bikes? We had like we have four or five bikes in the garage." We're like, "No, nah, man, we're good." He's like, "Okay." And drove away. He had like twelve truck uh, bikes. I think they go to like TJ wow. and sell them and stuff because people be um, people they, people love garage sales. Man, they go nuts for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, people so have... like people like buying shit. They just like having new stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not new to them. Even if it's not like, new uh, to th- it, right. well, it's not new. Period. It's new right. to them. Or but even think like they get a discount on it somewhere. Like, oh man, you yeah, scored on this yeah. thing. Right? Yeah, people exactly. don't, or some yeah. people don't want anymore. We we'll get it because it's a, it's our whole neighborhood. I mean, it's everybody. Yeah. And the and the kids they get into it because they have a little like um, lemonade stand, so they get to make a little money there. Especially how hot it is, you know, they, they'll make some money. So, I think that's about it, right, guys? We covered everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, we also just got a cat today. Oh, and we came home with a new cat, so we just, yeah. we're looking for a name. So name's pending. Leave it on a little thriller. Maybe next boy, week. It's a boy or a girl. It's, it's a gracious. girl. It's a Siamese mix with uh, something. Amy said something turtle. Like it was weird. Like some kind of turtle. brand. Uh, what are you talking about? You say turtle? Yeah, she said something with the turtle. Like not like a real world turtle, but some kind of cat. Here, I gotta Google this shit because she's. I swear to God, she said unless I was falling asleep. Like I'm googling Google. That's how fucking retarded I am today. I'm on Google and I wrote Google. <laughs> Get, uh, Sound like my dad. What's that? Google. Google at Google. Hey, how do I Google? <laughs> I'm gonna Google crazy cat names. Oh uh, yeah, there you Tortoise go. Tortoise shell. Maybe that's it. No, no, no. Okay, so here's the thing about names for pets. Keep it short and simple because yeah. you don't want it like 14 syllables because you know you're going to just shorten that shit. And the kids can't say it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, don't name it like Sir Ferdinand III or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. That's too long. Like Cujo, I love. Yeah, see? And it's like she's Damien. the sweetest dog on the planet. Yeah, Damien. Name her Damien. Oh, <laughs> see? Well, you or know that would crazy? Fun. What's a crazy... Like female movie character's name, like Fatal Attraction. Not of not Elvira, but uh, what's the lady with the, the snake hairs? Uh, the, Medusa. The Medusa. Name her Medusa. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I you talking. Like uh, her name was uh, Alex Forrest. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the name Domino for her. Hmm. It was Kira Knightley's character. I like that name. What was that? Do you remember um, Badass character from um, X Men or X Force? 
there's a movie called Cat's Eye. Uh-huh. Stephen King. I should have signed yeah. that. Uh-huh. Did that cat have a name? Uh, let's see. A Drew Barrymore in it? Yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah, stray yeah. cat is linking the element of tree tale suspense on horror. Yeah, the cat's not going to be billed on IMDb, unfortunately. Yeah, good point. <laughs> we got to look at the trivia. Let's see. The cat is chased by a St. Bernard, a reference to Cujo. Ah! Huh. Ah! <laughs> How cool is that? Awesome. Uh, the cat is almost run over by a red Plymouth Fury with a bumper sticker saying, I am Christine, a reference to Christine. Hey, damn. Oh, Christine. Christine. <gasps> Dude. But well, there's no cat day. A man and mother reading Stephen King's book, Pet Cemetery in Bed. Wow, that's good. Dude, I want to see this movie now. Yeah, I remember I liked this oh, movie Stephen a King lot references. as a kid. You did? Yeah. For 94 minutes. I gotta check that out. I, I remember liking Sleepwalkers. I was gonna say that's on there too. That was that was one of my A mother and son team of strange supernatural creatures move to a small town to seek out a young virgin to feed on. Whoa. Yeah, they're like little creatures that like climb up and suck the the like um, breath out of you. I like it already. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I have to make that extra credit one of these days. Yeah, I got to name it like Mister Milk Toast. <laughs> Gypsy. There's a guy named Junk. Maybe we'll name her Dottie, like Pee Wee and Dottie. I'm a loner rebel. I'm a loner, Dottie, a rebel. Dottie's a cute name for a cat, huh? Dottie. That's more like a dog name. Lottie Dottie. She likes to party. That's it. Oh, Lottie. See? We'll name her Diplo. (laughs) I'm sure that's actually probably not. Oh, the cat's name is General. General? (laughs) Yeah. And Cat's Eye? That's probably a boy then, huh? Yeah. They have a pet parakeet named Polly. There you go. Okay. Name the cat Polly. That's fucking That's original. (laughs) uh, I can name her Carrie. Tweety. Yeah, see, every name I'm going to give out, Amy's going to shoot me down. I said Cora, and she didn't want to. I love that name, though. I need to name her Furiosa. Oh, that would be badass. She'll live eternally, shiny. She'll live, she'll die, she'll live again. (laughs) Nine times. (laughs) All right, now we're just rambling. So, Harley, you saw a YouTube video. Yeah, I saw an interesting... uh, Yeah, you see? Yeah, see? I saw an interesting Reddit post. Yeah, see? (laughs) <laughs> now I'm running YouTube on IMDb. Oh Lord, help me! What is going on? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go on YouTube and I'm IMDb typing in YouTube. <laughs> oh, oh boy! So it, it says, uh, I, uh, "Oh shit!" Now we gotta click again because I want to be able to tell the listeners what to look up. Um. It's essentially uh, defending CG, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, God damn it. Why can't I find it? Yeah, against assholes like you. You guys always talking about, hey, practical effects. That's the first thing I've thought of is you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's find the name of it so people can... It's called Why CG Sucks, Except It Doesn't. Except It Doesn't. Oh, I see. So your your team CG is what you're saying, Tony. Uh, I've been from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Suck my CG dick, motherfucker. Oh, there it is. There it is right there. Right. Cool. 7 minutes, 40 seconds. Brought to you by Rocket Jump Film School. And what is it? What does it talk about, Harley? It's interesting. It it points out how, um, you know, there's a lot of film goers. Um, 
And we are a perfect example. We are guilty as charged. Fucking A. Where we constantly... Love me some practical effects. It's like they were talking to us. Constantly rant about... Ironically, he even makes reference to the Jurassic Park thing. You know what I mean? He said that, yeah. Listen to our conversation or what? Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh... And that's what... When when he made that joke, I thought, oh, we have to talk about this. Because we are the exact people Mm -hmm. that he is referencing. I can see Tony watching this video with his arms crossed going, "Mm mm-hmm. I know some Mm, fools will be talking Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? He's 100% right. Um, CG is not the problem. Bad filmmaking is. You know, and we've seen... I mean, we've seen lots and lots of movies, and he, and obviously they exa- he gives a ton of examples of brilliant films that use a lot of CG. And there's even a lot of shitty movies that are somewhat fun to watch because the CG is done well, and it's a good mix, you know, to go back to Mr. Michael Bay. You know, the Transformers films are garbage as films, but the action scenes are always pretty well done. I mean, the the special effects look good, and there's there's a lot of times where you're kind of like, wow, that looks really like what part of that was CG and what part was practical effects. There's a yeah. lot of decent filmmakers out there that are making shots that are seamless for the and most I part. I think that's the biggest message is that you don't notice good CG. oh exactly yeah and that's and that's the moral of bullshit. the story i call it bullshit i see it all the time <laughs> every time those, if you those see people, it those people it's one of those things those mountains if you notice it yeah. then it's bad cg it's like if you see a ninja it ain't no ninja Mm-hmm. you know that's you know right saying? you're supposed to see a ninja my ninja <laughs> <laughs> Well, That's what I'm and, saying. And, but no, yeah, you bring up good points. But it's like when you say when you do it flawlessly, seamlessly, it'll work. You're right. Why can't they mesh well together, right? I mean, he forgot to mention in Jurassic Park, there is CG too. Yeah, of course. The T-Rex. So, I mean, if they could be an equal marriage, but if the story's fascinating, if you're totally into it, I mean, I think about like Maggie could have the greatest CG of all time, right? A cool like CG transformation, I don't know, if like a person to a zombie, like time elapsed, right? It could have been amazing. But the story, if you don't care about anything, what the f- it wouldn't matter, right? You'd forget right about it. And they're the unsung heroes is what he kind of was referring to, too, where he saw they do all that and movies there and we're just like, no, whatever. They won't even say one good thing about it, right? I think, well, at least the effects were good. <laughs> right? Well, and I, and I think what oftentimes – and this, this really kind of hit me home when I watched The Avengers a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, and what it was was – you know, the entire film is just effects laden, you know, I mean, right. and, and all the modern, uh, you know, um, and I think it's one of the reasons why I get sort of fatigued on all the comic books is they're so effects driven. And what they end up being is is effects movies and none of them really do it that much better because they've gotten so good at it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, so much of the action is photorealistic. You know, they've gotten it down pat. What does kind of fatigue me is you know it's CG, not because you can visually tell, 
but you know it's impossible to do any other way. So if a building's collapsing, right. you're like, wow, that looks really good. But of course, it's not practical effects because you can't do that. You know what I mean? Um, so that's really the only reason why you can Well, the one tell part was that... kind of interesting, too. It was like Iron Man wearing a suit. And then after, like, we don't, he doesn't need to wear anymore. He doesn't he even need to wear this fucking suit anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it's like, well, this... I like when he wears the suit. <laughs> well, It looks like yeah. he's wearing the suit. <laughs> yeah, but I guess my thing, it's like, when I watch a two-hour-long movie and I know all of it is CG, not because I can visually tell, right? But you but just get out of it. I you... know that there's no way the Hulk can slide along the right. side of a building. Right. It just starts. I sort of just get fatigued of the suspension of disbelief, I guess, or something. I don't know. You start getting bored while you're watching it. Yeah, to a certain extent, and yeah. it's not because the CG is bad. It's just because it ends up being a CG-driven film. And I like a little more plot, I guess, especially well, being. He said I it too. It. Like, if it doesn't have, uh, if it, the animation when it's running, it could always look fake. And District Nine was a perfect example. And when you watch it, like, it seems light. Like, it doesn't have weight to it. You yeah, know? And that's and one of gives, the biggest yeah, things he, that. Ugh, yeah, he know. gives a lot of good examples of bad CG, and for the most part, the 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 top. You know, 20 directors out there, or maybe 50 directors out there, filmmakers, they've done a really good job of working out those kinks, whether it's with, you know, like he pointed out, a, an actor stepping in for the, you know, sort of motion capture, but literally they just remove him entirely, but whatever he's affecting is on screen, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that, really smart. So they've gotten really good with the effects um it's just we see so many movies and they're for the most part most of them are 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 purely to make money and a lot of the originality is gone and so you know you just get fatigued on a lot of the new movies because there's just not a whole lot new going on um but yeah i it it did it it, when i finished watching i thought that's a very good point you know, and and mm-hmm. I think all too often we talk about, you know, ah, oh, the CG didn't look so good, and and well, it's Tony- crazy. They, they show that scene where that girl walks into the to the bus day bus stand order bus station. It's all green screen. It's like, what, yeah. y- y- y'all couldn't go outside and just film that. Well, like, why is it all like, to be CG? Yeah, that's kind of interesting. And it's like, you know, like you um, have to, like a, you'll see a green screen chair. You're like, really, you can't even afford a chair? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, come on. Yeah, so. that's kind of weird. But then when like cars are being changed, like oh that's all CG, that's all. C-. Really, we can't get our cars out. Like oh, it's a lot safer. Fuck that. George Miller was putting people on their fucking. They were they they let's not give stuntmen jobs anymore. Then right. Let's just do flying CG cars. Well, the fact well, I mean, is, there isn't it's... infinite money to make every film, so they got yeah, to choose to, their battles. Right. right. Yeah, they did talk about that too. Which you know, I mean. Like, but it's like, well, quit making $150 million movies then, you know? Make it cheaper. Well, you know. But it's an interesting think... video, though. We should post it on our Facebook, though. If it yeah, hasn't, yeah. If you haven't yeah. already. We'll make a point, too. Um, yeah, and it's not long, obviously. It's like seven minutes long. And yeah, it's, but it's uh, very interesting. Yeah, it brings up a lot of interesting points, like Harley's saying, yeah. Yeah, if you fancy yourself a, a, foom, a, foom, a film a buff. Foom. A film buff. Or um, a racist. Or a racist. Um Go ahead and uh, watch the video. It's fun. Yeah, it's funny how like the, how crazy it's improved from Matrix Two to the Matrix to the third one, huh? Yeah, yeah. But ironically, 
the first the word the movie got worse <laughs> is the best one and as the cg yeah. got better the films got worse and about, i you you could argue that's a certain element to all the wachowski films a lot of them yeah. sort of have i mean look at the uh um shit what was the uh the next one he that uh, uh speed racer yeah, oh, it CG was everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it was a total CG, and it didn't do well. And I remember. What about, kind of what about digital Brad Pitt and that actual prosthetics? Well, you're, you're, but that but Michael, wrong. you know, or or David Fincher is Mister Filmmaker. He mm-hmm. wouldn't have a scene that looked CG. He would not let that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, speaking yeah. of which, ironically, when I saw that, I was like, we have to review that and i don't think we've really reviewed it as a as a uh as like a homework or an extra credit i think maybe i talked about it once as an extra a long time ago but um that'll probably be an extra credit here in the next couple weeks so, anyways sorry look forward to that yeah so cool yeah. Oh. do you, tony anything else uh no no tony's like yeah tony's all about the cg he's been trying to tell us for years we should have never listening right yeah, pretty much told you so Okay. I told you. All right. Well, don't, don't be a, don't be, don't be a <laughs> dick about it, all right? And uh, I, I by mean, the way, you can watch the Red Band trailer to Deadpool. Right. It's out now. Yes. It looks fun. It looks. Uh... Yeah. I watched it earlier on the East yeah. Coast time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. We'll see how it goes, see how it does. But it doesn't come out till 2016, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So make your picks, guys, for uh, the Fantasy League. Don't forget. I already did. Oh, I am. I'm stealing, page, I'm stealing a page out of Scott's book. Oh, this guy. This I got to win. I got to win. I got to do whatever I can. All right. All right, fellas. I think that was it. We just uh, did the fantasy football movie. We did everything. We handled everything. Took care of everything. Good to go. And uh, there's only one thing to do but to wrap this shit up. I've been your host, Bono, saying we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.